Hello, friends. Brian Gailey, Klamath Falls News. Welcome to Ask Klamath. Uh, it's presented by Fast Break, and today is episode five of our second season. And in today's show, we chat with Taylor Tupper. Taylor is the Democratic candidate for the Oregon House District number 56, uh, currently held by your opponent, Reshki. Um, but we're, we're actually going to get to your questions. we got some great questions in the show. But first, Damien, roll that intro. Hi, friends. Welcome to today's broadcast of Ask Klamath, presented by Fast Break. As I mentioned before the intro, our guest today is Taylor Tupper, the Democratic candidate for District 56, the Oregon House of Representatives, District Number 56. Welcome, Taylor. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. We're glad to have you on the show. It's it's uh, it's nice to have you you here. So thank you for joining in. Um, I feel privileged that you're here. <laughs> thank you. I, I'm actually. I, I mean, I'm really privileged to be here. I, I've been watching you and seeing how you've grown over this past year. And it's really um, just nice to be around another local person that understands the basin. And so thank you. Thank you. Well, friends, if you're not familiar with Tabor, Taylor, excuse me, she was born, I'm gonna read this off of here so I don't screw it up as I always do. She was born in a ranching and rodeo family in the Sprague River Valley. And correct me if I get any of this wrong, uh, a lifelong resident uh, of the basin and she's enrolled in the Keyshawn uh, no, your, your, your heritage. I should I'm say. enrolled here. You're I'm a Klamath tribal member. You're, you're uh, enrolled citizens of the Klamath tribes. I missed a line. I'm trying to read it, but I missed <laughs> a line. Uh, enrolled citizen of the Klamath tribes. Taylor's ancestry. Now we got it here. Is part Kishon, Czechoslovakian, Austrian, and German. Correct. Quichon. Uh, yes. Quichon. 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 <laughs> See, I knew I was going to screw that up. I even had it spelled out here phonetically, and I still screwed That's it up. That's okay. Uh, Taylor has served as the press. Uh, uh, public relations and news manager for the tribe for the past 26 years. She owns a small art painting business. Um, previous experience includes wildland firefighting and t a timber cruiser at the Fremont Wynema National Forest. Uh, Taylor is a former member of the Klamath Tribal Council, correct? Correct. Okay. So that's a lot of stuff, I, but I'm sure there's some things in there I missed. What did I miss? Um, Actually, I think you, oh, I did, I did start out my very first job out of high school was uh, with Collier State Park. So I always like to get that little plug in there because that's just one of, um, you know, that was my home base and my very first job professionally before I moved on to the Fremont Wynema and Timber and Wildline Firefighting and Chainsaw Crew. And, you know, prior to that was just living on the ranch and helping out my dad and my family with getting hay, uh, feeding horses, running cattle, chopping wood, things like that. Just like everybody else. Every, everyone else. So we are actually gonna be taking your questions live here in the show. So if you've got a question for Taylor, go ahead and put that into the comments below. Uh, we are monitoring the uh, the show here. Uh, it, and you know, if we got anything, we want we want you to ask. And in something very special, the uh, fast break here is our presenting sponsor of Ask Klamath. And one of the people that's going to ask a question today will end up with a twenty-five dollar rewards card, uh, a rewards card filled with twenty-five dollars that you can spend at their convenience stores. Um, 
So with that said, if we don't get to your question, because there are some really good ones, uh, please don't be upset. There's just a lot of questions, and uh, but we do want to see what you have in the comments below. We're going to get to those. Uh, with all that housekeeping out of the way, and before our first commercial break, I want to ask you a couple questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So you're running for Oregon, Oregon House of Representatives District 56. Um, that district encompasses Southern Oregon, or excuse me, Southern Klamath and Lake Counties. Yep. Uh, what is your favorite part of that area? You know, I was um, trying to th trying to think of that when I had seen that question, and I can't narrow it down to one. I mean, this whole entire basin has been a, a part of my life forever. So if I had to start, I would start with the High, Ro High Robins Ranch and the Skeen Ranch being my favorite uh, as a young as a young lady prior to 18 when I moved away you know started on my own moved over to Chiloquan and to Klamath Falls so that's the Sprague River Valley uh, Chiloquan I would say because that's where I went to high school and graduated there would be Nilox is that ridge that all along the top of the lake that's what we call Nilox and that's the sun rising place that's my favorite there Beatty would be the Assembly of God Church, because that's where my grandfather was the pastor. Klamath Falls, Ilaluna, uh, right there, is where the Link River Dam is. That's where my five great grandmother, Wainema, was born. That was the her family's area where they lived in the summer in the summer months when they would come in. And Lakeview, Klam the Roundup. I always was a Roundup girl. And then, uh, you know, down towards the other end of the valley where my ancestors were is the lava beds in uh, Merrill, Malin, uh, the Langell Valley. That's uh, really special to me, too. I, I can't choose one place. This is God's country, and I love it here. Awesome. Well, if you can't choose one thing, is there anything you could choose that you would change? Yeah, there there is one thing that I would change. I, I did this question a not too long ago for a women in business piece for Klamath County and it was probably about 10 years ago I got the same question and I would change the water situation in District 56 because that water situation for over allocation and what's happening with um, with what happens with the dynamics of that causes us as people and human beings to not be nice to each other and you know that's just not okay so that's the one thing i would change if i had the power to do that okay and we're actually going to talk about some of those key topics a little bit later as well we're going to come back around to those as well um now one more question before i break outside of anything related to politics what do you do for fun one of the main things i do and it's coming up soon is uh i love to snowboard it, I, I like to snowboard, I like to golf, I like to read, spend time with my friends and family, Zumba. That's one of my big things, but uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm a snowboarder and heading down to Mount Shasta is one of my favorite things to do. Mount Shasta is a great place, isn't it? I love it. And we got, we got a lot of places around here to go play, don't we? <laughs> I do, love it. Guys, uh, do you have any questions for Taylor? Ask those in the comments below. We're gonna be right back, one of you is going to win 25 bucks from Fast Break and Payday. We'll be right back. Fuel, refreshment, convenience, community, 
rewards. Fast break convenience stores with seven basin locations at Madison Chevron, Homedale Fast Break, Merrill Mobile, 97 Chevron, McDole Fuel Good, Washburn Chevron, and Bly Fuel Good. Fast Break, convenience, community, service. Slow down. Slow down and move over. And move over. When you see lights, vests, all reflectors. Please give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. Do you have ours? You got our back? You got ours? You got our back? Please slow down and move over. have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rorick, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Hello friends, Brian Gailey, Clown Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath. If you're just joining in, our guest today is Taylor Tupper. Taylor is the Democratic candidate running on Oregon House District 56. Welcome and glad to have you on the show. Uh, this segment is actually brought to you by CrossFit APE. They're located at 105 North Spring Street. CrossFit APE offers core strength and conditioning built on consistently varied functional movements executed at a high intensity. You can learn more about them at crossfitape.blogspot.com. CrossFit APE, Evolve Your Lifestyle. Taylor, you ready for some more questions? I am. Let's All right. So your primary occupation with the Klamath Tribes is the News and Public Relations Officer. What does that title mean, and what's what does that role do for you in the in the in the tribe? Uh, that that title for me, or just my job that I've been doing for the tribe, is uh, basically public relations and news, and I work directly with uh, our tribal government for aid to tribal government, helping with uh, press for the tribe, building public relations for the tribe, whether it's through tourism efforts, our, our casino efforts, um, through our court system, meeting with every entity within the tribe for tribal health, behavioral health, and getting that information not just out to the membership of the tribe through the newsletter, our Facebook, our website, um, but also back to the community, you know, visiting with you, um, having relations with you, sending our press releases to uh, local, regional, tribal, state, and federal agencies. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And uh, when I started it, it was small and it's, it's grown. Like the process has grown, uh, the staff hasn't grown, but I've been there and um, that's, that's what I do for the tribe. And I, I have, I can actually say that I love it. It's, it's where I'm supposed to be. Well, for 26 years in one spot, you have to love it, right? I love it. That's, it's not common nowadays to have be in a position for that long at any one place. Yeah. It's I, a lot of turnover for a lot of different things. So it's really cool to see you hanging on there and doing that and continuing to do it and loving it and, and enjoying it as much. Um, now, how has that tribal position and your other life experiences prepared you for being a representative within the Oregon legislature? 
there's been several several things and I, I i jotted down a few things to just kind of keep us on track because this is you know a live broadcast when i originally started um we started doing work with the tribe and uh, things with the commission on indian services through the state um, representatives working with the governor's offices uh, working with the other tribes within the nine tribes the local Klamath County Commissioner's offices, the city, the city of Chiloquin. And I started bouncing around just saying, oh, well, I guess I need to be there and be on the city of Chiloquin budget committee. And then uh, coming to the meetings because of tribal issues re with regards to meeting with the local city and the chamber. And then what, what really started to pick up is when we started going into tourism, when our, our casino opened, and then that shoved us into the spotlight for being the second largest tourist attraction in the basin. And then all that time, the water issues going on and the tribe moving forward with our efforts for economic self-sufficiency, economic development. I started get it on, getting on committee, committees for economic development. I was Economic Development Corporation president. And once you start doing that process, you kind of start to see this, um, what would I call it? You would start to see this similar circle. Of, oh, well, if we're doing that at the commission and you're doing that at the state and everything starts to run, run parallel to one another and it's weird that everything, even if it's government, state, or local, is connected. We're all connected, and everything that happens in this basin is somehow connected back to the tribe because of the history that's here and because of the land that's here, because of the water, because of the resources. We're, all of our families um, are connected. Our schooling systems are connected. And so those are the things that really started to help me uh, figure out when they approached me this year to run for office. And I said, yeah, that's a whole different ball of wax. I, I don't know if that's in my wheelhouse, but I had to go home and, and pray about it. And my, my work through Senate Bill 133 and from the water shutoff that happened here in 2001 all of the work that we did um, and me being on the water team getting elected to tribal council and when we did that work through the FERC process in 2006 me being the public relations officer for that working under 10 different tribal governments I sat on the 11th and now I'm serving on the 12th all of that for those 26 years just kind of ground grinds it out and here I am. Here you were. So all, it's, all the experience all along the way has prepared you. All of it. All of it. Okay. So with your, this one's kind of a, might be a kind of a tough one. And, it, and I'm sure it's what a lot of people want to want to want to know. Uh, so like I said, you know, we asked some of the hard questions here on Ask Klamath. And this one's one of those. With your position in the tribal, Klamath tribes, okay, where you're at right now and your ancestry within the tribes, uh, if elected, do you believe you can adequately represent non-tribal constituents in District 56? Absolutely. I, I've been doing it. I, I think that um, being who I am 
as a public relations officer actually brings a benefit to that because we have not had that voice we haven't had that person i am i am proud to say that i am the first uh Klamath tribal member and representative that's been elected to uh, to run at, at this level for this basin in in my history or what I know of I, we haven't been able to find where anybody else has been able to do that and I think that because I am not only uh, Modoc Indian of the Klamath tribes I think because my you know some of the people that I loved in my own family were non-tribal members. My my great grandfather Vince Bodner, who grew up in the Langell Valley, was the the leader of the church of the Assembly of God. Um, I also have Quichon and German an ancestry, so if I I know that I've I've worked in that aspect, I've been put into that aspect, but I think that you have to have the diversity and somebody with my background and knowledge to move it to that next level. Because when Senate Bill 133 failed, and this was one of the reasons that I decided to run, is once Senate Bill 133 failed, and it didn't fail because of the grassroots organizational process here, is when we started that and we hammered it out and everybody here in this district knows what we're talking about with the KBRA and the KHSA and the water agreements and coming to the table, you know, enemies, uh, you know, sitting across the table from one another and moving into the lower river tribes and working um, with the Klamath River Keepers and everybody within the basin the on project, the off project. When we started doing that, and when we moved that to the next level, when we were told that we'll get the governors on board, and we started with Schwarzenegger and uh, Kulangoski, and then it switches to Brown and um, Brown and Brown. Brown and Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get told, move it to the next level. And when it fails at that congressional level, and we have adjudication that ran for 38 years and my grandfather was the Lati Waters chairman when I was a young girl so I sat in those meetings just dinking around playing and then my father serves on executive committee and my family serves there and my mother's in natural resources and it's just on and on and on and we put those grassroots pieces together and then I get the opportunity like I felt like it's it's a blessing for me to be elected at that time to tribal government to carry on the legacy of all of that 38 years worth of work. And then in 2015, when that adjudication finalizes, and then we try to move it on, and I get to be a part of that, not only as a public relations, but as a person sitting at that table, and a lot of the people that started that work are no longer with us then that really becomes something when you go like i'm i'm supposed to be here like this is why i'm here that you know i believe that you know creator placed our bones here for that reason i don't have any qualms about who i am what i represent why i'm here and why i'm doing this work and when i get to fly back with our tribal chairman at that time uh, mr gentry 
and we get to go to Washington, D.C. to finalize it in the lame duck session. And then we get told there that it's not going to happen after the stars are all in alignment and the Obama administration has it. Our tribe has went through so much to get it there. And we're, we're talking about dam removal and uh, money for registration and California Senate you know all of those things that that are placed on that and and we don't get an audience with the representative that said it was going to happen and he would finalize it if we did all this grassroots work so back to your question is I believe that you have to have a person like me in this position so that when we're laying out those things like we're trying to do now me here government level to the governor's office to understand that process and then finish it so that we we don't get you know kicked in the teeth after we spend all those years working we're exactly we're all in the position where we we did not want to be and it's very true and that's on both sides of the fence exactly both sides of the water there everybody's where they don't want to be I agree. Um, I've talked to representatives on your side and I've talked to representatives on the other side and and if there's anything that we can all agree on uh, from that is that we're definitely not where we would like to be yep we're so. we are exactly where we tried not to be correct all right so with that all said the next question I actually have is the basin actually has a long history of issues between tribes and farmers. It, it goes back a long ways for a lot of different reasons. Um, and, and right now in our current stat, state, uh, it's no different, right? There's definitely some issues there. Do you believe you can close that gap between the tribal members, the tribe itself, and the farmers in the southern side of the county? You know, one thing I've, I've, I've been saying, and I've said it since I told the Democratic Party that I would run is, I'm not gonna make any promises that I can't keep because there's always a lot of barriers once you get to things. There's either legislation already in place, there's policies, there's resolutions. The one thing that I will say is, I will work hard to continue with relations because that's where it really starts. And I'll just give you an example. It's easier to lose a basketball game, and I, I, you know, in, in high school, basketball was my thing, and when I got to play in college, that was great. It's easier to lose to your friend than than your enemy, and what what all those meetings and all that whole entire process that I just spent the last 16 years of my life doing is I developed this thing to know that across the table we all have common goals and interests everybody at that table had the same interests. nobody wants to want to be a millionaire nobody said they wanted to be driving a lamborghini around here which might be nice to rent one if we go to las vegas fine but we all said we want longevity we want our families and our children's children's children to have uh, that cultural availability to keep the Klamath Basin what it is. And that is where I think um, what I can do, what I can bring to the table is because I can see both sides of the spectrum. 
I worked hard and I prom what I do say I'm not gonna promise but what I do do is I'm a smart I'm a smart girl I know what's going on around here I lived here my whole life like generation generation my family has been here from time immemorial I'm not going away and I have this basin's best heart at I I am not gonna go anywhere and I hope that we can all start to work together very good I hope we all start to work together too um, I would love to be able to see some of that gap come together um, one more question before we go to break this one actually comes in from Kimberly Elliott and Kimberly is asking what's your position on rent control hmm. that's a good question I um, you know I was just looking at some of these things you know looking at actually the cost of rent uh, the cost of rent in Klamath Basin and and things are really high and it's it's making it really hard in this rural area in this rural uh, district to to pay prices that I see are outside of this region like there you can't you can't put a price gap on what's happening in Bend or in Reading or in Portland or you know even over in Medford and then try to apply that same principle here so um, I'm, I'm not sure that I have the the answer of what rent control is what I think is that the people that are that handle that for the basin along with people just general people like you and I that are renters that we we try to figure that out because rent is skyrocketing and people can't afford it and then that's affecting even our homeless situation very much so um, I know the uh, Klamath uh, homeowner rental association is out there um, I would actually mind would like to talk to them sometime and see what their take is on the whole thing as well because they kind of represent the other side as well right so if anybody is watching that send me a message I'd love to chat with you um, with that said that was a lot that we covered right there so thank you for answering those questions uh, guys don't forget we are taking your questions live in the comments of this uh, broadcast uh, and somebody who gets their question asked live on the air and maybe it's the one we just had is going to walk away with 25 bucks from uh, fast break in and uh, on a payday rewards card so this is a great time to get those questions in we're going to take a break and we're going to be right back with taylor tupper fuel refreshment convenience community rewards fast break convenience stores with seven basin locations at madison chevron homedale fast break merrill mobile 97 chevron mcdole fuel good washburn chevron and bly fuel good fast break convenience community service slow down slow down and move over and move over when you see lights, vests, all reflectors, please give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. You have ours. You got our back? You got ours? You got our back? Please slow down and move over.
you can have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rourke, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Hey, friends. Brian Gailey, Cloud Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath. Today, our guest is Taylor Tupper. Taylor is running for uh, the Democratic side of the House, Oregon House District 56. That's quite a mouthful. Um, and she is our guest today. And this section is actually brought to you by the Klamath County Fairgrounds. Uh, happening this week, and there's actually several things happening. The Klamath Dog Fanciers Dog Agility Trials is happening all weekend long. Uh, they do have a couple of private events, and Racing Within the Basin is back. And they do want to remind you that their annual se semi-annual auction is coming up uh, October 27th, and you can actually start to preview some of those items online at depreauctioneers.com. Um, and you can actually learn more about what the, that auction and what the fairgrounds can do for you and what's coming up at kcfairgrounds.org. Um, Taylor, are you ready for some more questions? I am. All right. So your opponent has made it pretty clear where he stands on many of the issues facing the basin. Where do you stand on some of the most, uh, the biggest issues like the, the pipeline, uh, water, fish, and ESA, you know, recreational marijuana sales? economic development, climate change, taxes, all the big ones. Nice. Right? Let's we, just get right in. We got a it. whole bullet point <laughs> list of them right here. Uh, let's just go down. What, where do you stand on these things? Can we start with the pipeline? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I, I think that I'm, I'm glad to see that that one came in number one because it was really one of the reasons that um, after the Democratic Party had approached me to run because that wasn't in my wheelhouse and you know how do you do that I have a full-time job I'm super busy as it is but just the work that I've been doing for restoration of this basin uh, possible salmon return dam removal uh, climate change uh, sustainable agriculture clean water and then at this same time, when the administration changes, then for this issue, the Jordan Cove pipeline, to be brought back, and we've been fighting that for 10 years, and now it's back to being a priority in our little slice of heaven, that's when I really had to go and pray about it, talk to my family about it, talk to uh, my my bosses about it to say that that's just not allowed I, I, I personally as a as a human or as an individual and somebody living in this basin working for clean water I can't I I, I couldn't I just couldn't let that happen so that's one of the reasons that I did call back to the Democratic Party and tell them I I'm, I'm okay with running and um, I have I have my sheet here because there's just too many things that I don't want to miss um, an outside uh, Canadian corporation trying to come come in and put a 235 mile pipeline through the 
the territories and original homelands here all the way to the Pacific Coast. Um, not only does that affect tribal territories, cultural resources, but it, uh, it could affect clean water, drinking sources. And uh, nearly 485 rivers, streams that would be threatened, uh, farm and landowner rights that are trampled. All these things that we've been really working for and saying that, and I know that, I know what the other side of the spectrum says in about money and economics, but there's other ways to make money and a lot of those jobs move away and people say, well, how do you know that, Taylor? Well, my own father worked on a pipeline and when the job was there in that area, it was fine. But then when the pipeline is done and it's gone, then they are, they're gone. And if there's an issue, they either want you to go with them, maybe if you're lucky, but are you lucky if you get to go with them to just trample somebody else's home, trample somebody else's drinking water, uh, water that we need for our resources, water that we need for our agriculture, water, clean water from here if there's a pipeline break down that could affect the salmon, that could affect the people down to the Pacific Ocean. Um, I'm not okay with the exporting of the natural gas because, uh, you know, if you take a look at the economics of it, it could raise the, the gas prices. Um, and just looking at what's happening in Colorado and Wyoming and with what's happening with the fracking fallout, that's not okay. And I got to take a trip back with my father and my good friend JP back to Standing Rock because Standing Rock is what really woke up the nation because before that people were saying well we have pipelines all over what's the problem now the problem now is if we don't do something about what we're doing and how we really think about it as people it's not about you and I Brian it's it's not about us sitting at this table it's about the generations that have not been born. It's seven generations. And that's how we're supposed to think. The elders that are gone, that I got to train under and be around in the 90s, all the way from 92 when I started, that's what they talked about is, when you make decisions regarding natural resources and ecosystem restoration, make it for those that are not yet born. And if you can't, and if that seems undoable, then start the process so that it's not so undoable to the next, so that there it's easier. Because we can do it. I mean, we can move away from fossil fuel development, but those big corporations and big money, and unfortunately our own government, has to get that from the people and people like me that are in that office that are not willing to budge on that. Okay. And, and I'm not. So what about uh, other things? We, we hit about water and fish a little, a little bit. We hit yeah. about water a little bit ago. What about yeah. water, fish, ESA as a, as a whole package? Uh, let's start with fish. Um, you know, big topic around here is our Chwam, uh, endangered species since 1986. And uh, I really like a gentleman that I worked with. He used to be the natural resource director and um, Elwood Miller, he's gone now. But one of the things that, when I first started at the tribe and I was just back from college and um, 
you know, just loving my job, got to go out and take some pictures. He said, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you out and and I and I'm gonna show you the dynamics of this of this fish. And we had got to go to our Chwam ceremony and talk about it and he said, You don't have to be a scientist, Taylor. Nobody has to be an, a scientist. He said, Come here and look at the Sprig River. What what do you see? Well, I'm a Sprig River girl. You know, I uh, when I left and went to school and came back and seen that our artesian had dry, dried up and the willows were gone, that's when I started having a clue about gr groundwater and about, you know, pumping out of the river and blah, 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 and on and on. And he said, what do you see? And I said, oh, well, it looks like the river's made a root beer, you know? And he said, exactly right. And he said, and... Uh, our fish that's endangered. What about the chwam? And I said, mm, it looks, you know, it's a sucker fish. And he said, there, he's the cleaner of the river. And, and there's more dynamics to it scientifically. And he said, if there is an endangerment of this fish who was placed here and is only made here for this basin, then you're going to see a decline in the water quality of your river. And he said, and it, he said, if you don't understand that, then go buy a fish tank. You have to have a filter. That's how the river flows. That river flowing causes its own filter. And he said, and if you'll start to see the algae, what do you go buy? You buy an algae eater. What do you think these fish are? And why, when they were in abundance, was our waters cleaner? So we talk about that in our Chwam ceremony. And it's not just for me, it's for you and all the generations that live here. That fish is an indicator species. And we've been having problems in this basin since that fish has been on the endangered species list, since it started to its decline. Our, our waters are not clean, our lake is not clean, we have algae blooms, we have all these things happening. And if we could just get away from the myth that these uh, treaty tribal resources only are good for tribal people, if we could get away from that myth and start to see that if our resources are good, our people are going to be good. Because we're taught from the time I was little in culture camp and anywhere else, if the fish die, the people die. And that's literal. That means if that fish goes away, then pretty soon it's just another piece of the ecosystem. And, you know, some people can disagree agree with me, and we can have talks forever. We can go down and have some pizza and talk about it. But really, if we started to really take a look at the sustainability of that fish and bringing it back and water quality, you would see a change in this basin. And those are what some of those talks talked about. And you mentioned the ESA, the ESA Endangered Species Act. It is our, it's, it is so important. I know that some people want to change it, talk about it, readdress it, but it's our nation's first defense against extinction. And when you start messing with that and trying to uh, tweak it here, tweak it there, first time I ever seen a sign 
was uh, the, during the water shutoff, 2001. It's also the first time in my life I'd ever been spit on. And I was taken aback, like, what's going on here? And that's, that's not okay. It's the first time I seen a sign that said, uh, uh, you know, basically it was a really bad word, blank the ESA. I, I remember that sign. And I was thinking, what the, why would they say that? Well, once you start taking a look at that, if, <clears throat> if the ESA, they're blaming the ESA on how the economics of the basin works, then we really had to start taking a look at, if we're blaming a fish who has no voice because of money and economics, then we need to all get to the table and say, how do we all work this out together? Because the ESA is extremely important for not only this basin, but across this nation. Not for just uh, the, the species that are here, but the species that are in Yellowstone, the species that are at Crater Lake, the, the, every animal. And if you don't have a, a piece of policy like the ESA to protect that, then there is there is no barrier, like, and that's scary to me. Now, going to the to the fish for just a moment, there are um, farmers, water yeah. users that are really on the same boat. They feel the same as you. If the, they're trying to help with the fish, protect the fish, yeah. um, south of town uh, on Lower Klamath Lake Road, there's a fish rearing facility called Gone Fishing. The science has learned that that the younger populations are not maturing. Their the younger populations are dying off, not getting to the point where they can breed. Um, there's a whole lot on that. You can check that out by researching gone fishing and, and the, the twam and the, the succulent fish and all that. So there's a yeah. lot of stuff. We're not gonna dive into that today. Right. But their program is designed to capture the larvae, raise the larvae, and then re-release it at a, at a stage which they can maybe bypass the, the death spot now that may help the the species survive but it doesn't solve the root of the problem we all know that there's a root of the problem that needs to be addressed at the same time how do you feel about that rearing situation do you think it's beneficial do you think it's helping um, is it a band-aid fix what do you think you know um, I don't I don't know that I have the the answer to that what I what I think is when you start dealing with those types of things and you have your science involved, then you have to start including, you know, people uh, people above me, um, people like um, my family members that have uh, graduated OIT and moved on to in this field, people like our research facility that's been running since uh, 1986 or when prior to restoration in 1986, and they are doing this grassroots you have to have those people and the other the the farmers and those with their science and what they really know at the table to have those discussions because it gets really complicated really fast yes and i'm i'm not the scientist but i do know that um i'd rather see more people trying than people just throwing up their hands and saying, you know what, we, we, we've already done too much. Like, I, I was there. Like, I had to take a hiatus after being um, and not, not running again for election. I had to just say, 
when Senate Bill 133 went away and all that work here in the basin went away, I had to just stay, take a step back and say, you know, where do we go from here? Where do I go from here? And then come back to the table, uh, just do the work that I know that's, that needs to be done. So I, I don't have an answer for that. I, I would defer that to the water water quality people that that I know and work with, the water quality people with uh, some of the lower river tribes that handle what what you need in that um, river system, a healthy river system. We we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. It's being done at uh, other places in Washington and other places where dams uh, dams have been removed, and you've seen uh, influx of of salmon return. So I would like to get their comments on that, and so that if we were sitting at a panel. And that would be a panel discussion that we could just hammer out. That that's how I would like to okay. handle that. We're actually running a little bit long, but I want to go over one more thing. Kind of given a you know we talked about when we first started this, this segment, getting where you stand on a lot of things. So let's do quick fire. Okay. Short little answers where you might stand on some stuff to finish this out, so people get an idea. Uh, the recreation, the city of Klamath Falls falls under District Fifty Six and up for ballot on the same ballot where they can choose you or your opponent um, is the recreational sales of marijuana where, we, where are you at on that um i am since you know since oregon approved uh, uh measure 91 in 2014 um i would i would have to tell you that i changed my mind after my own grandmother uh, con contracted cancer she's now gone and I was opposed to marijuana for years like I was just I'm not that's not gonna happen well it happened and then it directly affected me and so I became after my grandmother died uh, eight years ago a proponent for medical marijuana and then I seen how the re recreational piece started to move in and then the state of Oregon approved that and now it's up to Klamath County on on the ballot here to approve it. So I I will vote for it because I see the benefits of where we need to be with medicinal marijuana and how other states like Washington are handling that. And if you don't, you can't have one without the other. And so now we're mucking through all of that. I mean, and it's it's been a big deal here in Klamath County. Mm -hmm. And there are some people that are actually handling it. That is what they do. That's not what I do. That's not what I'm all about. But I am for medicinal marijuana and to get there, uh, I, I wouldn't be opposed to uh, recreational marijuana here in Klamath County. Uh, economic development. Economic development. Broad category. Short answer. <laughs> Short answer is economic development should always be at the top of anything. It should be the top. You can't do anything without economic development, and economic development is the only thing that grows the piece of the pie. So we could argue about anything on, that we've already talked about, but who cares if economic development isn't number one? Okay. Climate change. Climate change, it's, uh, it's real. I believe it's real. Um, there's, uh, 
you don't you don't have to go very far in this basin to see that things are changing and um, I believe that we're the generation actually you and I we we're the ones that are told by those prophecies and the science that if we don't do something now something it, it will not be good for our future generations okay. uh, and last one that we're going to address here today taxes we're more or less better management of money that we already have where's your thoughts oh nobody nobody likes taxes in, including myself you know so you have to get the people at the table depending on what tax you're talking about uh, to really hammer that out but um, I pay taxes it's it's a myth when people say that the tribal members don't pay taxes because we pay taxes so um, that's where I stand on it. it it's hard for me it would be hard for me uh, regarding new taxes except for things like library and museums I support those 100 percent oh, very good well, Taylor, thank you for asking, answering those questions and giving us an idea where you stand on things. Uh, guys, we're going to be uh, taking a short break, and we'll be right back with your questions. Uh, and now is a great time to get those in. If you're watching, you've got questions for Taylor, put Send those in, in the content, <laughs> comments below. We want to see what you've got. We'll be right back. Fuel. Refreshment. Convenience. Community. Rewards. Fast break convenience stores with seven basin locations. At Madison Chevron, Homedale Fastbrook, Merrill Mobile, 97 Chevron, McDole Fuel Good, Washburn Chevron, and Bly Fuel Good. Fastbrook, convenience, community, service. Slow down. Slow down and move over. And move over. When you see lights, vests, all reflectors, please give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. You have ours. You got our back? You got ours? You got our back? Please, slow down. And move over. You can have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rourke, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Hello, friends. Brian Gailey, Klamath Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath. Today we are interviewing and talking with Taylor Tupper. She's the Democratic candidate for House Oregon House District 56. Uh, this section is actually brought to you by Shasta Family Dental. Uh, Dr. Mindy Brown has created a team of individuals that hold high value in family, community, honesty, integrity, and compassion. They provide quality, compassionate dental care through trust and respect of their patients. They're there for you and our community. Shasta Family Dental is located across from the police department on Shasta Way. You can learn more from the, about them at ShastaFamilyDental.com or give them a call at 541-884-5474. Before the break, we were actually talking about a lot of the issues that you, you stand for, the things that you believe in. Um, now is actually a, a great time to hear maybe something we didn't hit or anything that you might have. This is, What's on your mind, Taylor? What's on my mind? Um, you know... When I came here today, I was, I'm used to, uh, like we, we had discussed earlier, I'm used to being on the other side of the spectrum. I'm the one that gets people ready for the interviews and says, this is where we're going and you're over here. Um, 
mostly I was just, I, I would like to take this opportunity to, you know, let the people know that I'm really, I'm really proud to be asked to represent the, the people of this basin. I didn't know how it was, I really didn't know how this was gonna to play out. This process that I, you know, it, there's a difference of going and going to the state meetings and thinking about it. But this legislative process for running for this district encompassed a lot more. But I've, I've learned so much in these last uh, six months uh, just about what people really, really want, what they're struggling with, whether it's, um, you know, the homeless situation here in Klamath County, uh, lack of money, lack of jobs, or uh, the, you know, people are worried about the future. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes this, this process has been just like any other day. You wonder, what have I got myself into? What's going on? This is a lot of work. But then, like I, I had talked to my friends and, and the other people, the Democratic Party that's helping too, and it's it's not just the Democrats, it, it's the Republicans and independents too. You know, my, my dad says, you know, the left wing and the right wing are all part of the same bird. Like we're all human beings here. And what I've learned is, you know, like this beast has just created its own energy and I feel like this is probably where I'm supposed to be. And if it's gonna work, it's gonna work. And what I'm supposed to do is just do that work and be here and do the best I can. And if, if, if that's the way that it happens, then that's the way it happens. If, if I'm elected, then I'll do what I've always done. I'll just do the work. Just do the work. Um, Actually, just what you said there, it really resonates with me. It almost could be a campaign slogan on a t-shirt or even just something like that. Left wing and right wing, but we're all still part of the same bird. Yeah. I've not heard it represented that way. I like that. That's a great way to put it. Um, so, yeah, great way to sum it all up. Thank Very you. Good. Uh, so we're going to take a look at some live questions here. We actually uh, we had one come in early. That was the one question that we asked uh, we'll get the name on that just to double check. Going through the list here, uh, Pat Probst has given you a shout out, Taylor, for Oregon House. Uh, Bonnie Nork has got a, a heart. Teresa Averles has got a thumbs up. Andrew Merriman, go Tupper. Uh, not really any questions that I'm seeing in here, but you are getting some love. Yeah, send some questions, guys. Um, but we did, the one question that we did get was Kimberly Elliott. It was about the rent control. That was a little earlier. Uh, thank you, Kimberly, for doing that. Uh, seeing no other questions, though, you kind of have an easy choice. Who gets the 25 bucks? Me? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just the one question that just, came in, Just Kimberly. the one question, Kimberly. I'll be in contact with you. You're gonna, you get 25 bucks courtesy of Fast Break on a payday rewards card that you can use uh, at one of their convenience stores. Um, so, with all that, we're right on schedule. Great. Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss, talk about? We got a couple minutes. Um, I, I would like to, what I, I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you 
I, I really appreciate what you've been doing in the basin. You're welcome. With the news and the news coverage, uh, I follow you. I follow you on Facebook. I think it's um, it's always good for the news to get out and for people to have options. And with this new age of Facebook and media and even like what we're doing today, uh, broadcasting live, I I appreciate you being here and. Um, I just want to take that opportunity to say thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. A lot of hard work goes into doing what we do. Uh, Damien's back there doing some switching and changing and things like that is, and just bringing you the show today. But uh, there, there's a lot that goes into it, and I appreciate you for that. Thank you for saying so. Um, so I want to thank you for being here and being our guest here on uh, Ask Klamath presented by Fast Break. Fast Break, we couldn't do that without them. Uh, congrats to our winner, uh, Elizabeth, I believe it was. Kimberly, uh, where did I get Elizabeth? Kimberly Elliott, thank you. I'll be in contact with you. Um, Ask Klamath is a production of Klamath Falls News. It's hosted by myself, Brian Gailey. Off camera, our show producer is Damian Johnson. He's uh, doing all the switching, monitoring the audio. Uh, if you did not catch our entire live broadcast, that's okay. You can rewatch anytime on our Facebook page. As soon as Facebook's done doing its magic, it'll be ready for you to watch from the very beginning. Uh, you can pause, rewind, watch, and 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 see the whole glory in itself uh, if you've been entertained and if you've learned something please give us a thumbs up and a like uh, share us share this with your friends and family um, you know we're on all the social media channels you can check us out there uh, we've actually just joined uh, patreon as well we're gonna have more of that coming as, as in the future but you can actually check for us out on there uh, season two, episode six will be next week, and that's actually going to be Jason Arstad of the owner of Gathering Grounds Roastery. He's actually going to be joining us. The week after that, we'll actually talk with uh, Taylor's um, counterpart in, in the election here. Warner will be a guest on our show as well. Um, I do have one thing I'd like okay. to say. Uh, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to do a quick shout out for, uh, I joined campaigns with uh, Jamie McLeod Skinner for Congress. And uh, we're also part of the Vote for Women League. Uh, so we're asking that not only do you represent or vote for myself here in this District 56, that you vote for uh, Kate Brown at the Oregon State level, and then Jamie McLeod Skinner for Congress. All right. Well, on behalf of my guest, Taylor Tupper, I'm Brian Gilly. This is Ask Klamath, and we're done. We'll see you around the basin. See you guys.